As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the sixth day of September 2022, I'm your host, Chili Falls, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, in the Central Virginia area. Um, today's uh, top story, of course, we're still dealing with weather, uh, potential cruise impacts from Hurricane K. Also, this morning, you got the bow arriving for Icon of the Seas. Sea trials started for Carnival Celebration, and the Costa Luminosa retires. That and a whole lot more here live at 11. Today, folks, is National Coffee Ice Cream Day. I like my coffee. I like my ice cream. I don't particularly care for coffee ice cream. But that's just me. So, but if, you know, so be it. Go to uh, High's Ice Cream or Ben and Jerry's or somebody and get some coffee ice cream today. If you're listening by the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All the big guys, tune in Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. And when I have shows where I post pictures or clips from cruises that I'm on or perhaps from uh, cruises that some of the Chili Cruises families are on, then I steal their stuff and show it on the show. You can always access the video feed from the link in the description of the podcast. 
tomorrow morning is a very special day for me as uh, I have another special guest scheduled. Lizzie Lou is going to be with us tomorrow. And I don't mind telling you a story about Lizzie Lou. Of course, she and I have become uh, Confederates, partners. She is uh, now a moderator, as I am for uh, Pete Scruises for Solos. But I have to tell you, a couple months ago, several months ago now, when uh, I first started hanging out with Lizzie Lou some, she was absolutely petrified about being online. I mean, she really was. She didn't want to show her face. She didn't want to uh, hardly talk. So when she and the family went on Wonder of the Seas here a couple of weeks ago, when I followed them and, and brought you some pictures and clips from Lizzie, this is going to sound horrible. I don't want it. I don't mean it to sound horrible, but I was totally shocked at how good her content is. Her dailies, which it's, you know, day one on Wonder of the Seas, day two on, they're fabulous. I just this morning watched, uh, she just posted um, a video on the buffet. It's so fresh and clean and down to earth. Um, and at the end of it, I was ready to chew my arm off. I was so hungry. So to, I'm going to have her on tomorrow. And I'm simply, this is to pick her brain. I want to find out what she's doing, how she's doing it. So I can get better with what I do. So we're going to share some information from Lizzie tomorrow on content creation, which has nothing to do with what we're supposed to do on the show. But that's neither here nor there. I'm looking forward to it, at least. And don't forget, on uh, Thursday and Friday this week, I will be on the road. So uh, we'll be doing the show from probably from a McDonald's someplace along the way. As I will be driving to Miami and get in there on the evening of the 9th and get on Symphony of the Seas on the 10th. So, all right, I'll be back with today's news after a word from one of our network sponsors. All right, folks, after, you know, after a month that we didn't have any mention of weather, and now it's just controlling everything. Um, Got to start off in the Pacific today, folks. That, of course, since yesterday, has become Hurricane K. It's turned northwestward and strengthening. The government of Mexico has issued tropical storm warnings for the east coast of Baja California Peninsula, south of San Evaristo, and along the west coast of the Baja California Peninsula, south of Cabo San Lazaro. Tropical storm warning is effect for 
San Evaristo southward to Cabo San Lucas, from Cabo San Lucas northward to Cabo San Lucero. Tropical Storm Watch is in effect for uh, north of San Evaristo, northward to Laredo, north of Cabo San Lucero, northward to Punta Abreos. 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 I don't know how that was pronounced. But anyway, that's one of those uh, Mexican names. The center of Hurricane Cane, K, was located about 330 miles west-southwest of Manzanilla, which puts it about 415 miles south of the southern tip of Baja, California. K is moving toward the northwest about 13 miles an hour. This general motion should continue through tonight. A turn toward the north-northwest expected tomorrow, and this motion should continue into Thursday. On the forecast track, the center of K is expected to remain southwest and west of the southwestern coast of Mexico today, then to the west and of the southern Baja California Peninsula on Wednesday and approach the west central coast of Baja California Wednesday night or Thursday. Now, here's the problem with this one, folks. This is the possible tract. As you see, it's going to take a bend back toward the coast. There is a possibility. I mean, it's in the cone of uncertainty that this could have land. And, you know, could be a landfall on this one up there in the middle part to the northern part of Baja, California. So uh, it's not going to shear away from the coast as much as we thought at first. Maximum sustained winds have increased to about 85 miles an hour with higher gusts. Additional strengthening is forecast during the next 36 hours. K could become a major hurricane during that time. Weakening is forecast to begin by Thursday. The K is forecast to remain a strong hurricane when it passes near the Baja California Peninsula. Hurricane force winds extend outward about 30 miles from the center. Tropical force winds about 125 miles. The estimated pressure is 977 millibars. Uh, of course, all up and down the uh, Baja Peninsula, you got to watch out for surf. Swells generated by K will affect portions of the coast of southwestern Mexico during the next couple of days. Large south, uh, large swells will reach the southern portion of Baja Peninsula uh, this morning and are expected to spread northward and into the into the Bay of California during the next couple of days. Swells will likely cause life-threatening surf and rip current conditions. K is expected to produce four to eight inches of rain with isolated amounts of 12 inches across portions of western Mexico, including the Baja California Peninsula. Storm path will also put Cabo San Lucas on the storm's eastern side, where more intense winds and broader wind field are present. Two cruise ships may be directly impacted by tropical storm, uh, by Hurricane K. 
uh, Carnival uh, Cruise Lines Carnival Panorama is scheduled to be in Port of Cabo San Lucas on Thursday from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Just as the storm will be drawing closer to the peninsula, Carnival Panorama is sailing a seven-night round-trip Mexican Riviera voyage from Long Beach. Also visits uh, part of Vallarta and Mazatlan. Royal Caribbean's Navigator of the Sea may also be impacted. This Voyager-class ship is scheduled to visit Cabo on Friday, just as the weather may be at its worst. Navigator of the Sea will depart on a five-night round-trip Cabo Ensenada cruise itinerary on Wednesday, that's tomorrow, with the day at sea plan prior to arriving at Cabo on Friday. And folks, absolutely guarantee you both of those are going to change uh, there's just no way in the world that they're going to go into cabo with this weather uh, it's just not going to happen i don't know where they're going to go yet it has not been announced but it's uh, the official word it's possible that either ship may adjust their itineraries to avoid the worst weather of the storm while no changes have been confirmed these are often last-minute decisions that take into account all the updated information on the storm strength, wind field, size, relative motion, and overall speed. So just count on it, guys. These itineraries are going to change. And please, folks, if you're on either one of those cruises, the cruise lines are going to keep you safe. Don't worry about it. They're not going to let you get into the hurricane at all. You'll be totally away from it, even if you're out in the ocean, you know, sailing around. The one time that I was the closest I came was Hurricane Dennis that went into New Orleans, and we actually had to stay out at sea an extra two days because you couldn't get into New Orleans. But that can happen in this time of year, so don't panic. And don't get upset. Yeah. You know, I can almost guarantee it's going to happen. There are going to be some changes on both of those cruises. And luckily, that's the only ones that are affected by it. All right. Let's go over on the Atlantic side now. Because this also has had some changes. Uh, Danielle, Hurricane Danielle is now on a very slow decline. The center of Hurricane Danielle was located about 835 miles west-northwest of the Azores, moving toward the northeast at 8 miles an hour. This should continue through this evening. A turn toward the east-northeast is expected by early tomorrow, followed by a counterclockwise turn at the end of the week. Maximum sustained winds have decreased to about 75 miles an hour. Gradual weakening is forecast during the next several days. So it's going to go back to uh, a, a tropical storm uh, and probably to a, a tropical depression uh, in the next day or two. Uh, pressure is still pretty low. It's at 986. Earl is a bit disheveled this morning. Still expected to strengthen the hurricane over the next couple of days. The center of Tropical Storm Earl was located about 345 miles north of St. Thomas, about 615 miles south of Bermuda. 
moving toward the north at seven miles an hour. This one, folks, is still aimed right at Bermuda. So if you're in that in Bermuda or you're cruising to Bermuda, uh, you need to be aware of what's going on with this. The maximum sustained winds are about 65 miles an hour. So it has not quite reached hurricane strength yet, but that could happen at the next update. Uh, you know, it has to get up to 74 uh, to be uh, classified a hurricane. Uh, strengthening is forecast and Earl's expected to be a hurricane shortly. Uh, pressure is 995. That's probably gonna drop some more. Now, this wasn't worth mentioning yesterday, but today it is. There are now two systems in Africa. The one yesterday that was not worth mentioning because it had very little chance of a formation, as is the one that's still ashore in Africa. But this one that's got the orange X, yeah, there's a chance of... Uh, further development in the next 48 hours is up to 40%, 60% in the next uh, five days. Currently, it's disorganized uh, showers and thunderstorms uh, that are persisting from the Cabo Verde Islands southwestward, several hundred miles in associated with, association with a broad area of low pressure. Environmental conditions are conducive for some development. Tropical depression could form in the next day or two while moving westward and west-northwestward at 15 to 20 miles an hour over the eastern and central tropical Atlantic. So we're going to have to keep our eyes on this one. Uh, again, I mean, this could be like Earl and come so far and turn to the north. You just never know. It could also be a few ticks to the south and head right across all of the uh, Eastern Caribbean islands and Cuba and get into the Gulf. You, you just don't know yet, but this one is worth watching. So that's going to wrap up the weather for this morning. Thank goodness. Be glad. When, I'm always glad when hurricane season's over. I get sick and tired of the, talking about the weather all the time. All right. Icon of the Seas made some news this morning. Well, Caribbean has been quite secretive about the newest cruise ship, Icon of the Seas. The cruise line finally lifted the veil on what the vessel will look like with the ship getting a distinctive parabolic bow design. The new nose, at first glance, not as distinctive as those featured on the Celebrity Edge class cruise ships, which have a parabolic ultra bow. While visually appealing, the choice of this kind of bow is not surprising. The design offers a far smoother ride, especially for heavily loaded ships, and is much more efficient. The new bow parts arrived at Meyer Turkey's shipyard in Finland this morning, where they will be lifted to the hull and fitted, which is already showing some final shapes. What the final product will look like will likely be revealed in the next couple of weeks. Besides the parabolic bow design, there is in fact very little information available on Icon of the Seas. 
The ship will be the first Royal Caribbean uh, cruise ship powered by LNG, liquefied natural gas, and the first ship class for Royal Caribbean in over a decade. So a new class of ships for Royal Caribbean. All right, at the same time, a carnival celebration made a little news. The second XL-class cruise ship for Carnival has sailed on the first set of sea trials. The sister ship to Mardi Gras set off from Meyer Turkey Shipyard in Finland and is expected to be out at sea for several days. During the sea trials, engineers will be testing all of the technical system on board, but also maneuverability and speed. Construction on Carnival Celebration started in January of 2021 with the vessel expected to start operations in November of this year from Miami. The sea trials will also enable the ship's crew and officers to familiarize themselves with the vessel. The sea trials are still under the supervision of the shipyard, and although the captain is on board, this is only as a role of observer. Captain Vincenzo Alcaris and several other senior officers and crew members have already boarded the vessel. They will be responsible for launching Carnival Celebration and guiding her through the difficult launch period. All right. When she arrived in Trieste, Italy, on Sunday, Costa Luminosa officially completed her last sailing of Costa Costa Cruises. Costa Luminosa served guests well for 13 years with with Costa Cruises, regularly offering a variety of Mediterranean sailings to popular destinations, including the Greek islands, Italy, the fjords, and the Persian Gulf. Now the ship will refit as a Carnival Cruise Line vessel to continue with as many as 2,826 guests per sailing with a new personality, new features, and new destinations to explore. Among the additions to Costa Luminosa will be the Punchliner Comedy Club, Red Frog Frog Rum Bar, Fahrenheit 555 Steakhouse, Bonsai Sushi Express, and the Adults Only Serenity Retreat. The ship will also feature Carnival Signature Playlist Production Performances, as well as the exclusive Chef's Table Dining Experience. During dry dock, the ship will also receive the signature red, white, and blue paint job on her hull that was first introduced with the cruise line's new flagship, the Mardi Gras, in 2021. So that wraps up the news for today. Let's hop over and see if anybody is fussing at me in the chat room. Mike was here. Katie was here. Uh, Katie had to go back to work, I believe. Hot Air Tom was here briefly, and he has a management meeting. I've already fussed about uh, the management people need to uh, be better at uh, uh, taking care of Hot Air Tom's uh, time. So we just got to correct the management people. That's all. Uh, And, of course, some of you may have already noticed that I did post the 
the now infamous Hot Air Tom's breakfast uh, while we were at Great Stirrup Key this morning. You'll want to check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, Carol's with us. Cindy's here. Joanne's here. Hi, all you guys. There's Mike. Litchfield, UK. I never can remember Litchfield, Mike. I told Katie you're from the UK. I couldn't remember Litchfield. Sorry, lost connection. Hence delay in reply. Yeah, I understand. Kenneth's with us from Pennsylvania. Hi, Kenneth. So glad all you guys were here today. As always, I appreciate that. Um, tomorrow, we're going to have fun with Lizzie. I'm looking forward to that, Lizzie Lou, of course. Um, and I do, I seriously, I got to pick her brain. I got to figure out how she's doing what she's doing because it's really good, folks. It really is. So uh, looking forward to that tomorrow. And of course, pretty excited about heading down to Miami again to get on Symphony of the Seas on Saturday. That will be the biggest ship that I've been on. Um, pretty sure that's bigger than Maravilia. Maravilia was the biggest that I've been on up to now, I think. Um, I have not been on an Oasis class ship. Ooh, was Quantum an Oasis class? I can't remember. Quantum might have been the biggest ship I've been on. Anyway. I'm looking forward to Symphony of the Seas. So. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up. As always, thanks for being with me. Um, I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow for the Travel and Cruise Industry new News Podcast. So for now, we appreciate the thumbs up. That helps the channel out. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when I go live or when a new video is up. That's it for today. For now, this is the old fat travel guy. Stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply.